The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hello and welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today we radiate 5D frequency with Dr. Stephanie Redfeather, international bestseller, I might add, of the Evolutionary Empath, a practical guide for heart-centered consciousness, but also her newest project, which is the Empath Activation Cards, Discover Your Cosmic Purpose. I am so excited about these cards. Welcome back, Stephanie. You've been on before. I have. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining me again. When you reached out and said, hey, I've got this new companion piece to go with the evolutionary empath. I was like, yes, let's talk about this. It's exciting. I'm, I'm just happy to have you back on. Um, you do all kinds of things. How, how do you describe yourself? A shaman? How do you describe uh, that? Yeah, that I've... <laughs> I have never found the Reader's Digest condensed version uh, because, <laughs> you know, I my master's and doctorate is in shamanism, so I'm a shamanic practitioner, but I'm also a high priestess, so I resonate very much with, you know, the divine feminine. Uh, I'm a spiritual healer. I'm an energy worker. I'm a personal guide. So, you know, take your pick. <laughs> and author and workshop facilitator. Yeah. International best-selling author. Yes, and, and a <laughs> might I add which and was, award winning yes uh, the cover award yes yes that it's a is... of visionary resources and um I, I was just on my publisher uh, nominated the book and it was in one of the biggest fields I think there were eight competitors and I'm like I'll just be happy if I make the top three and I ended up getting gold and I was just blown away that is wonderful why do you, I, I know why I think your book made gold, but why do you think your book made gold? It's one of the first books talking about being an empath. I mean, there's, there's another, like Judith Orloff is a, right. she, I think her book came out about a year before mine, but really in terms of being on the bow wave, um, there's not a lot of material out there that talks about this subject yet, or there wasn't two years ago. And, and what's also unique is that mine takes much more of a kind of spiritual metaphysical uh, versus clinical perspective of why empaths are here, which I believe we're here to help humanity ascend to the next level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it has a, achieved that recognition because 
Well, it is practical, but it is so needed right now. People are going through some stuff. You know, we're awakening to this 5D consciousness, which is what we're, you know, here to represent today and what we're here to radiate today is this 5D consciousness. Nobody said it was going to be easy, and it is not. (laughs) We need this type type of practical guide. Um, So let's switch over to your these activation cards. That is so cool. Why did you think that you needed to add to this body of work that you'd already put out there? Well, it's interesting because I knew that I wanted an Oracle deck to follow the book. But in my mind, they they weren't going to be so overtly tied together. I had a different working title, (laughs) Um, which was um, Cosmic Mission Activation Codes. What that was the title that I had, but the but the way it works with the publisher is that you know they want your suggestions of the title and subtitle, and then they rework things. And so they actually decided to tie them together. So I'm going to hold them up because not only did they do that, but you can see the the color scheme is the same. Um, yes, they absolutely. went. So they still retained in the sub title the discover your cosmic purpose, but they made them empath activation cards. I'm like. That's okay. I'm all right with that. <laughs> because, oh, that's great. Yeah, because for me, they they do relate in terms of there being this greater cosmic purpose of why we're here. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or, or you know wherever one of these audio only, you got to check out the YouTube version. So you can see see these gorgeous, gorgeous covers as well as Stephanie's fantastic background. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so fun. So you felt that you you I mean you'd always wanted to put out this companion piece to your book. And you know, luckily your publisher said, yeah, this is a great idea. So um why is this deck unique? Yeah. First of all, it can be used like any Oracle deck, which means you can just shuffle through, pull a card for guidance for the day or, you know, do a reading that's more involved or, you know, however you like to use them. But I really wanted this to stand out. And I it's one of those things my, my creative process is kind of um, a leap of faith. It's like I knew something about this was going to be different, but that what it was did not materialize until later as I got more of the artwork created and more of the messages written. And what ended up happening is there's 44 cards and they organized themselves into four sets of 11 cards. And and what I was being shown was this deck, this booklet can be read from front to back and used as a self-guided initiation into the mysteries of higher consciousness. And so there, it's actually broken into four different paths. They're called initiatory path one, initiatory path two, three, four. And so as you move up in the initiatory paths, the frequency raises the perspective broadens, you know, kind of backing up into the the higher level perspective. So it it has this dual purpose that I have never seen in any other Oracle deck. And I I have tons. I have like 25 or 30 Oracle decks. I use them all the time. (laughs) So I I wanted to offer this to to the reader as 
this dual purpose. Oh, and, and they're gorgeous. And you, again, you did all the artwork. I did all the artwork, which is a, a kind of a fun story in and of itself because I was ready to write this deck a year before I did. And what was hanging me up was the artwork. And part of it was just the logistics, you know, not having done this before. I'm like, do I find the artist? Does the publisher find the artist? Do I pay the artist? Does the publisher pay the artist? How do the royalties work? Like, I just wasn't sure how to sort through all of that. And then in uh, January of 2020, I had a reading with my medium and we talked about this and she said, well, Steph, you're supposed to do the artwork. <laughs> and I just it's like, oh, oh. Uh, okay, you know, because I am an artist, but I don't lead with that. And so once she said that, it gave me permission. I was off and running. I had the whole concept and and I created this entire deck, artwork and writing in a three and a half month period that I call the creation bubble, where I just went into the bubble and didn't do anything else. Oh my goodness. Well, the art is, it is beautiful. It's so colorful and just rich with color. Now, some of the pieces, they look like, like batik, like, um, kind of where you take some, like the, the pouring type of art. My sister-in-law does pouring art and it's beautiful. Uh, it looks like kind of watercolor, watercolor, like bleed through type of, I don't know even how to describe it. Some of it, some of it is pen and ink and some of it is very precise. So uh, where do you are an artist? I see. I did not know this about you, Stephanie. You are so multifaceted. I didn't even know. <laughs> Were you classically trained? Well, classically sounds so highbrow, but I I, didn't know. <laughs> I, um, I went to a performing arts school uh, for four years. In Interlaken? Um, no, it was uh, creative and performing arts was the name of the program. It was in Rockford, Illinois uh, for fifth through eighth grade. And then in high school, I took art for four years. So I do have training. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you you used a variety of mediums. Um, how did you? I actually didn't. And I'm so excited yeah. to think that I did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I really tried to create variety. Yeah, all of, all of the original art is on eight by 10 canvas. And all of the paint is acrylic, either acrylic paint or really? acrylic pen. For, for some of the detailed stuff, I used a paint pen. And I used a lot of templates like you know for for people who well you can't really tell when I when I hold up the whole deck in front of you you can't really take in much of it but the 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 transmission medium for this deck is circles and dots so that yeah. concept came to me immediately and so every single card has some version of circles and or dots which which are acting as the transmission vehicle for you know, these activational codes. Uh, and so I did a lot of, you know, I had a lot of templates and things. This, that's not, the, the things that are precise were certainly not freehanded, <laughs> but it's all, it is all just acrylic paint or paint pen. So talk to me about transmissional, transmission vehicles. Yes. So my prayer, whenever I sat down to work on this deck, whether it was the art or the messages was, just let me be the messenger. Let me be the, the vehicle so that 
whoever interacts with these cards, whether looking at an image or reading the message, that they are receiving whatever validation or aha or inspiration, whatever message that they need from spirit. And, and that, so, it, so it's like, you know, my intention was for these cards to sort of hold the, the energetic prescription that was precisely right for them, you know, that, that I'm just the channel, the one setting the intention yeah. and, and, you know, infusing this work with those energies so that each person has whatever experiences is for their highest good. Yeah, yeah. And that really shows in the, the work and care you put into this. Um, so you've got different different tracks that it goes through, right? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, what what separates the different tracks that you that you have separate? Yeah, and I and I'll just read them quickly. I've got little sticky notes here. So initiatory path one is healing, holding, and practices for embodiment. And so that healing, is holding, healing, holding, like becoming whole, the practice of becoming. Nice. I love that. I've never heard of that. And practices for embodiment. So that starts out kind of more at the just rubber meets the road, 3D human level. Mm -hmm. uh, when we get to initiatory path two, it is light body expansion and tools of mastery over your perception and experience. And so you can tell that the frequency is raising a little bit. Now we're talking about the light body. We're talking about a recognition that we, um, uh, that we interact and, and uh, you know, create that what we think and believe creates our world. The third initiatory path, Activating higher consciousness, the astral plane, and tools of multidimensionality. So again, higher frequency, bigger perspective, recognizing that we are these multidimensional beings, uh, that, that we can travel in between these different realms, that we have multiple bodies, if you will, and levels of consciousness. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the final path is cosmic mission, star relatives, and your power is co-creator with divinity. So now we're up there just with the cosmos, with the star beings, um, recognizing that we are the creator and the created. Yeah. Playing with the big kids, <laughs> being who we're supposed to be, who playing, being who we came to be and playing in that realm. Um, so you this oracle deck is also unique because you have some incantations that go with it oh, yes yes and yeah you know the the vision for the deck was that in addition to the message for each card i wanted to have some kind of you know ceremony or guided activity or or whatever some way to enact or continue the practice of yeah, to embody to integrate yeah exactly and so early on I just what was coming through me for this particular card turned out to be a poem you know I'm, I'm saying incantation for a purpose but it, it really is a, it's a poem but if I'm using the term incantation because that means it is being said as a statement, a proclamation, you know, a powerful calling in and gathering of the forces of the universe. 
And so, I mean, I was actually blown away. I, I would write these and then read them and cry. And go, oh my God, I can't believe this came through me. I, I mean, I was just like, spirit, I am, I am in awe because these incantations were not part of the original vision. I didn't know I was going to write these. And it turns out that about 20 uh, or maybe a little more of the 44 cards have these incantations. I see. And so the incantations, how do we approach these incantations? Yeah, they are, they are meant to be read. Uh, and so, you know, I've, I've led a lot of initiatory processes and there's always some version of, you know, creating a proclamation and an initiatory statement or a declaration or something. And it is always made more powerful when you stand, when you say it out loud and when you're witnessed. And so I understand with Oracle cards, you know, there either may not be somebody around or like, Hey, can you witness me reading this out loud? But, but still there there's power in gathering your energy centering yourself and speaking these aloud because they are they are really like i said gathering the the energies they they are putting your frequency out into the world mm -hmm. well there's also a power in the word incantation such an old word has ties to sorcery witchcraft i mean Long ago, this would have what you're proposing, what you're talking about would have been considered witchcraft, and rightly so. Um, because I've been burned for it, so I'm legit. Exactly. I think anybody who's into this type of stuff has probably been burned at least once, maybe hung or drowned or drowned. something like that, at least once, right? And so there's power in incantation, right? Incantations create magic, they perform magic, they move magic. So that was, was that a deliberate choice to use that word? Yes. Yeah, because as soon as I realized what it was, I'm like, this is an incantation. <laughs> putting the, you're putting that energy into motion, mm -hmm. right, as yeah. we read it aloud. And I love the aspect of being witnessed doing this, too. Mm -hmm. Right, There's power wherever two or more are gathered in my name, yes. right? Yes. Um, yeah, and there's also, it's... Um, there's it's a, accountability isn't quite the right word but it's but it's a similar sort of thing where it's like if you're saying it in a vacuum right and you can kind of deny it i mean you know to yourself that you said it right but if nobody else heard it you can be sort of like well maybe i don't have to act on this right you know nobody knows that i'm not doing it right but if you if you say it and somebody witnesses it that creates yeah, uh, another level of cohesion um, inside of us. Yeah, a little, yeah, that accountability factor that just kind of, yeah, absolutely tying in more than one energy into it. Um, there's a lot of power in that. Um, do you do you have any of these incantations that you'd like to share? I can absolutely do that, um, and. One of the things that I, I do want to let everybody know who's listening is all of the artwork. So all the 44 images on the cards are all available for sale on my website. So you can purchase them eight by 10 or 16 by 20 framed or unframed matte or glossy. 
But in addition, um, my spirit guide said, you need to make these incantations available too. And so my husband and I, bless his heart, he's a graphic artist and he has been such a, an amazing help for me. Um, we, we went ahead and printed all of these out just so I could look at them, but we found amazing images Oh and incantations on these images and they are all for sale as well and so i'll tell you what i'm just going to let you pick if you just holler when you see the red one the red one there all right okay so this one is called the merkaba ritual to unite the masculine and feminine and for those who are watching i'm just you know so you can kind of see the image where did he find these gorgeous images? Well, I, I started to go to Shutterstock and gratefully realized that the level of um, membership that we have did not allow us to use these images for resale. So mm -hmm. I had to go to sites like Pixabay and other ones I can't think of. And I actually emailed all of them and said, here's exactly what I want to do. Can I use your images in this way? So I got permission. So most of these came from uh, Pixabay and a couple of them, like, for example, this one here with the footprint, that's actually my footprint. It's a uh -huh. photo my husband took. So a couple of them are photos. Well, we all right. So Merkaba ritual to unite the masculine and feminine. I activate the Hieros Gamos, merging holy earth and cosmos. I call forth energies divine and human to reunite in sacred union. Masculine, feminine, become one in blissful, ecstatic, rapturous fusion. Spin, Merkaba, raise my vibration, build my light body with each rotation. Harmonize my frequency pulsation. I am one with creator and creation. That is indeed very powerful. How does it feel reading it? They feel amazing. I, I mean, I, ah. I still can't believe I did that. I mean, I still, I was the, I was the channel. There's a part of me that's like, I didn't do that. I just. Yeah. The conduit coming through <laughs> you were just the one typing on the computer yeah yeah which is, which is an honor in itself to to serve in that way it is that is that is great that's great and so all of the art artwork plus the incantations are available for purchase and is that bluestartemple.org yep Yep, yep, that's your website, bluestartemple.org. Yeah, yeah. Um, and your book, of course, is available, you know, wherever fine books are sold. Uh, as along with the, are the are the cards out yet? We're recording this as of November 9th, and it will probably come out uh, mid-December. When do the cards come out? Right, the cards uh, hit shelves November 23rd, right before Thanksgiving. So by the time of this airing, they are... Plentifully available. You can order from me and get a personalized, um, uh, you know, inscription and a, and a signed copy or purchase from wherever your favorite bookseller is. Probably an independent bookseller. I mean, Amazon has plenty of money already, but <laughs> maybe we can... Yeah. Put some orders in through independent booksellers. That would be yes, great. And I do have links to um, Indie, I think it's Indiebound and Barnes and Noble and 
Books a Million, like all these other uh, are also on my website. So it's not just Amazon. Oh, fantastic. Um, would you be up for doing a demonstration of the cards? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, uh, for the months of November and December, I am offering 30 minute three card oracle readings. Uh, I had a couple of them this morning. So do you do you want to do just a one card pull? Like tell uh, what kind of demo are you thinking? <laughs> Whatever you think that would be best for this type of platform. Okay. Well, so I'm just tuning in for a moment. What what feels relevant is um kind of a generalized uh, guidance for how to manage the remainder of 2021 and then what to look forward to for the energies of 2022. How does that sound? Uh, that, that sounds perfect. All right. So I have the two cards drawn for that. Okay. So the card drawn to... Um, work with the remaining energies of 2021 is card number 29 hmm. and it's called megalithic gateway Ooh. So let me go into the book did you know that radiate wellness is more than just a podcast that's right we're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate You, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. All right. So the, the messages are somewhat long, so I'm not just going to read the whole message because that'll take a while, but I will uh, read a couple of paragraphs and kind of summarize and pick and choose and then yeah. read through what, what Spirit wants to say. So, dearest galactic traveler, there is a powerful megalithic complex that has been beckoning to you in the higher planes of consciousness. What has been the content of your dreams lately? Is something stirring in your subconscious that you can't quite put your finger on? Are past life memories surfacing for untold reasons? Have you felt a restlessness or a calling to travel? Maybe you've been experiencing the desire to connect with ancient rituals, rites, or ceremonies in the very temples in which they were initially performed. 
Somewhere in the world, there's an ancient sacred site waiting to awaken dormant memories in your cells and activate a series of light codes in your DNA. This location has specific harmonic resonance with your personal frequency, as well as where you are currently in your life journey. This sacred site will prepare you for the next phase of your cosmic mission. And so I'm just going to skip ahead uh, a few paragraphs. If it is implausible for you to personally visit the site that is calling you, there are still ways to energetically connect with it and receive the full scope of your initiation. Print photos of the site and place them in your surroundings. Buy a book or watch a video that features them. Journal about what you see, hear, or read about them. Purchase a statue or model of the site that you can hold and look at. Perform ceremony to proclaim your readiness to step through the initiatory gateway into the mysteries of the temple ground. And so what I'm what I'm hearing from my guides, in addition to this reading, is more than any other time in history, ancient megalithic sites are being discovered. And their mysteries are, you know, obviously still mysteries. So there's a lot of things that we don't know. But if you look at just where we are collectively in our, you know, our human consciousness, we are able to discern, um, interpret a lot more of, you know, say, for example, the hieroglyphics or the positioning of certain stones or um, apertures or whatever versus 50 years ago versus 100 years ago. I mean, I look look at 100 years ago, what people thought the pyramids or, or the Sphinx or those sorts of things are about. And now look at how much more we know. And so I think globally, these ancient sites are waking up. And especially since we have um, satellite imagery, there are all kinds of Nazca type lines that are being discovered in the Middle East and all kinds of other places that never we never would have found if we were just walking on ground level. And so that has also sped up the discovery a lot of, of a lot of these ancient and megalithic sites. And so uh, these sites are calling to us, calling to us to awaken and remember our um, our ancient wisdom, you know, what we knew, how we used to be during the height of the golden age. Beautiful. And which track does this follow the, out of the four tracks? Uh, yeah, this is in the third um, uh, initiatory path three, activating higher consciousness, the astral plane, and tools of multidimensionality. And so, a lot of these, it is it is assumed that a lot of these gateways, if you will, the megalithic gateways, the name of the card, a lot of these um, megalithic sites are portals to other dimensions. I don't doubt that at all. Um, in fact, when you were reading um, that 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 card you and you were reading well actually from the guidebook you're reading from the guidebook i had this very strong vision of a place with kind of reddish sandstone in um not quite a cave but like inside somewhere 
and um, it's, it's all smoothed and chiseled edges and everything. It was very intentionally built. It wasn't just a rough cave, but I had a very strong feeling of being there. And it's actually starting to get a little bit emotional, wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. And, and if you, if your conscious mind doesn't automatically know what that site is, like if it's not right. something that's discovered, then you can travel there in your dream time, you know, ask your, your higher self or your soul to, to guide you. And if there's um, maybe a past life involved or whatever, you can, you can travel that to it that way. Right. They're telling me it's in Turkey. So I might do a little bit of investigation. Yeah, and Gobekli Tepe is in Turkey. So that's a site that you might also look up. Um, it has been discovered. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, my brain isn't working 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I don't remember. But it is, I think at the moment, the oldest site or civilization that has been found, older than the Egyptian pyramids and um the Giza Plateau. Oh my goodness. Right. Right. Oh, that's one, you know, and the timeline changes all the time. And with more and more information, the timelines are getting pushed back to, in terms of how old we think the Sphinx is or how old we think uh, the structures that go back or wherever else are, you know, the, the timelines keep getting pushed further and further back, which, which is, which blows up. I mean, we're kind of getting on a tangent here, but it blows up the traditional archeological, <laughs> thinking our right. timelines exactly what we think of this history which you know doesn't really follow strict timelines like we think it does mm-hmm. but um so is there the, that was that was amazing that was really really interesting and i can see how that would activate people mm-hmm. and is there a an, now that was the incantation that you read yes um, that was just the message. That was the message. That was the message. And so for this one, um, the activity that goes along with it is just ritual of temple initiation. And so it's a way to create um, a crystal grid to set your intention or, and some other things so that you can connect with the energies of whatever site is calling to you. You know, you can draw a diagram. You can, there's quite a variety of things that you can do. Um, but to set up an intentional sacred space, you know, even if it's a tiny little altar uh, where you can, you know, sort of hyper jump <laughs> from, you know, from your 3D reality to that wherever that is. Oh, no, that's wonderful. Yeah, I saw the whole, I saw the altar and everything in that just like brief little glimpse of it. Um, very, that's very, very, very powerful. Um, now, yes, this this card deck goes through the evolutionary process. How does it tie back into empaths and being an empath and expressing that? Yes, yes. And and you just let me know when you want me to read the other card. But <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. Yeah, because we pulled the one for the rest of this year, and then I've got the other one that's for 2022. So I can let's do this or I can we can do that at the end. No, no, let's keep going. Okay. Wait, there's more. Let's keep going. I thought that was it. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> yes. so, so megalithic gateway was the energies for the rest of 2021. Right. And card number 42, Spectrum of Purpose, is the yeah, card. Beautiful spectrum. You know, Stephanie, that looks like a crop circle that I've seen. Uh, it, it is. 
There, there are a few of these that were inspired by crop circle design. Yes. Okay. What was that card again? What was the name of it? Spectrum of Purpose. Nice. Okay. And this is for uh, going into the next year, 22. Yes. Do you know you have more than one purpose? It has become common practice in some human circles to focus on your sole purpose as though there is only one. <laughs> There's also the implied expectation that you must figure out your sole purpose as quickly as possible and not only figure it out now, but get it right. <laughs> Dear one, we invite you to take a deep breath and relax. You are not doing anything wrong. You haven't missed the mark and you are not behind. The idea of having only one distinct purpose is limiting and inaccurate. Humans have many purposes with multiple levels of expression. And key to all of it is that you have a choice in every moment about what you decide to pursue. There is no supreme being with a tally sheet and red pen. You are a creator in your own right, equal to divine source in your co-creative agency. You choose your timeline. You choose the amplitude. You choose the duration. And so the I won't get into the rest of the card because this is actually something that was downloaded in terms of just explaining different types of purposes. So it's a little more, I don't want to say didactic, but um, I don't think it's necessary at this moment. Um, but let me just skip to the final paragraph of this card. Know that your higher self is asking you to reconcile the seeming opposing choices you are trying to make regarding your sole purpose by integrating the polarities into unity making space in your energy field, your psyche, and your belief structure for multiple purposes will allow you to value and express all of your purposes. This in turn will dissolve the internal struggle that is ravaging your focus and robbing you of vital life force. Hey, Stephanie, the first part of that message is practically word for word what my guides were telling me this morning. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That we don't have just one purpose. We have many purposes. And we think that our purpose is this big, huge thing. But our purpose is how we go about things. Our purpose mm -hmm. can be how, you know, part of our purpose is how we go about things and um, how we move through life. Right. Wow. So that that really resonated. Yeah. And, and so I think the message for kind of the bigger picture for everybody who's listening is, you know, purposes, uh, there can be personal purposes, right? Your own internal healing or what you've come to here to experience or to work through. And then there's purposes that serve others. And then there's purposes that are, you know, joyful, passionate, fun purposes. And then there's, you know, so all different types and they, they turn on and off at different times, right? You can become complete with a certain purpose at some point in your life. And another one gets turned on for you to carry forward if that feels right to you. And so I, the, the bigger message is don't get hung up in 
well, there's just one, there's this thing called a sole purpose and I'm doing it wrong if I don't have that figured out or I have no clue what that is. You are not doing anything wrong. So many of my clients come in saying, I don't know what my purpose is and I feel like I'm supposed to be doing it. Not knowing that they more than likely are doing it. Mm-hmm. And there's more than, of course, there's more than one. Right, right. And usually people like that, because I get that as well, too, is that's more of like the, the, the life purpose, if you will, or, you know, how, how we have come here to support humanity or, you know, support the, the ascension of consciousness. That's usually where people are like, you know, I was, a I was an engineer for 15 years and I hated it. And and now I want to be a massage therapist. (laughs) You know, it's it's like that kind of thing, you know, where, where you see a lot of people at that transition point going, I know I'm supposed to be doing something else, but I don't know what it is. And, and that, is okay but that's not the only purpose it doesn't mean that you're that you're just that you fell off the wagon <laughs> well and so often people equate career with purpose and that's not always the case right and something else i'd like to offer um which one of my mentors so eloquently describes is that every single event in our life even if they seem disparate Yes. All work together to make us the perfect agent of our purpose. And so even if people come in, you know, like I was an engineer for 15 years and I hated it. I, I wasted my time. I don't know why I was, you know, you, you were that for a reason. I was an air force officer for 10 years for people. Yes. You know? I mean, <laughs> people could look at me and go, what, how does that serve things? But air force officer and then shaman. What? Right. But they, but they all weave together for my specific gifts. Right. I don't know if you've ever read the book, A Prayer for Owen Meany, but this is one that I talk, talk about with a lot of people is that Owen Meany was this weird little kid who had these weird interests and all these things that you read this novel and you think, how does everything pull together? But it does. For one shining moment everything has its own purpose. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like my life is like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but we can all tap into that. When the 15 years of being an engineer taught you about structures and building, and now you're want to be a massage therapist looking at the structures and how a body is built and how it functions, right? There's no accidents. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. digressing so sorry totally digressing here bother me. I'll follow the thread <laughs> <laughs> right so that was that was a very powerful card as well and is there an activation that goes with that let me get to that okay so the piece that goes with spectrum of purpose is also a ritual mm-hmm. uh, and and so it basically recommends taking some time to just contemplate. And there's a list of questions that you can ask yourself. Yeah. That's the ritual for that card. Wonderful. And I had set the intention. I'm you probably have as well that whoever's listening to this, these cards being pulled for the rest of this year and into the next year, this can also be seen as, as not just for me personally, Christy, 
but for others who might be listening as well. Exactly. That was my intention is that, you know, how can this, these cards serve whoever's listening or watching? Absolutely. Right. That it's kind of a generalized message. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Perfect. 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 And then there was a, was there anything else with that card? Um, no, that, that, I mean, just tune in. Mm-hmm. No, that, that feels like all that was uh, meant to be a part of the reading. Wonderful. And then there was a third card. Um, there was not. I had one for the end of 21, one for 22, but I'm happy to pull a third if you want one. No, that is fine. That, I, I was, I, as you can tell, I'm really confused we're right now. altered. It's okay. That's altered. They were all time altered. Sorry. <laughs> But no, these these cards are amazing. And so, yeah, I I did have a question about how do they serve for empaths? How do they serve that that trajectory for empaths? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I talk about in my evolutionary empath book, and I mentioned this, alluded it to it at the beginning of the show, is I believe that empaths are here to help humanity ascend to the next level of consciousness, right? That we're, we're not an anomaly. We're not a mistake. You know, so many of us, I, I coined the phrase, the empathic big bang, if you will, uh, because in, you know, in the space of geologic time, a hundred years is nothing. And so those of us who have been incarnating with these special sensitivities in the last hundred years or so, we are the empathic big bang. We are the ones that are, you know, there's a quote in the movie Moneyball that says the first guy through the wall always gets bloodied. And so we are the ones that chose to be the first ones through the wall getting bloodied with the purpose of paving the way and making it easier for the ones coming behind us. And so our you know, special energetic physiology, our specific set of sensitivities, the values that we come in with are the the evolutionary human. I I like to think that at some point in the future, empath is just going to be synonymous with human, right? It's not even going to be a term anymore. Exactly. Um, And there are so many of us that we haven't even realized what that fully means to be an empath. So many people are just labeled as sensitive, overly sensitive, et cetera, et cetera. But there's, there's some things certainly more to it. Yeah. So and it's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Together, the, the, the Oracle deck, Empath Activation Cards, Discover Your Cosmic Purpose, really is about, you know, part of helping humanity ascend to the next level of consciousness is working with these higher frequencies. And there's, there's there's two ways to approach it. One, we are getting blasted with higher level frequencies just from light codes from the sun, um, from other positive electromagnetic sources, different uh, star systems, etc. So so there's energies being blasted. It's kind of like we're we're ascending whether you know it's like you're ascending whether you want to or not. You can you can come dragged kicking and screaming or you can be a, a conscious participant, you know. So part of it is just recognizing that collectively the the human vibration and consciousness is raising. So there's there's dealing with what's already coming at us that's raising our frequency. And then there's also coming at it from 
the internal, right, from the inside out, where there are practices that we can engage in to help us get used to the frequencies, to hold the higher frequency ourselves, to practice being in these 5D frequencies. And so a lot of these cards talk about those different practices so that we can consciously engage our cosmic mission. And and I just, I have to run the disclaimer of, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like they have to put on this big mantle of now I have this cosmic mission of being an evolutionary empath, you know, because for me, I can get really too serious about things. And it's, you know, my growing edge is to, to lighten up and to not take it so seriously. So I don't want people to be daunted, like, oh, God, I have this giant cause of this is heavy. It's just exactly recognizing that, you know, one of the cards that's in here is shine in place, which means you don't have to go be public. You don't have to start a movement. You don't have to start a nonprofit. You can just make a difference in your family, in your church, in your workplace. Just holding the light is what we're here to do at a fundamental level. I love that. Sometimes we just have to be and shine our light around us. That's Sometimes that's all we have to do. And that takes the pressure off. Um, with this evolutionary deck, this, uh, the, the, with the cards, you also have a three month mystery school based around this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hear about that. Yes. I, I will tell you what I can. So this is a, a peek into my process. I, I work very intuitively whenever I create a program. And so I've known that I was going to create a mystery school to go with this deck. Mm -hmm. But things are are shifting and moving. And one of the practical things I'm working with is that the on-sale date for foreign countries tends to be about a month after the U.S. And because there's been some industry-wide shipping delays, it may be even later. So part of me setting the date has to do with making sure that all of the countries that are that are getting the deck have it because having a copy of the deck will be necessary to participate in the mystery school. And I don't want to just make it exclusive to the U.S. and then other people in, you know, the Netherlands and Australia and Canada and wherever going, hey, I can't get the deck. And so part of it is just working with those dates. Um, And so this mystery school is going to launch sometime either in January or February. I don't have a specific date to tell you at this moment on November 9th, (laughs) Um, but it will be uh, on my website. If you're on my um, mailing list, of course, you'll get a notice with that. But the 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 structure that has come to me is this. And so let me just back up for a moment. In the beginning of the book, which is common with Oracle decks, I give examples of different, I'm trying to get it so you can see different card layouts, right? For how to use the cards um, for different spreads. And one of the ones that came to me is this spread that's called the Ascension Initiation Sequence. Mm. And it's this 10 card spread with the the kind of circles back and back and forth on, on purpose. It's a 10 card spread that can act as a person's sort of, uh, you know, 
mini initiation sequence for whoever's using it. Mm. And so what I, at least what I think I'm doing at the moment, again, spirit might change my mind, is to go through these 10 steps as part of the mystery school. So the, and by mystery school, it's going to be an initiatory process, right, into these ascension mysteries. Um, mm. And so I'm just quickly going to read, because each level has a specific uh, focus to it. And so it's commencement, discernment, alignment, refinement, embodiment, empowerment, anointment, ennoblement, ordainment, and enlightenment. Mm. And so each person who participates in the mystery school will pull their own cards from the deck. So each person's going to be working with their own personalized series. But within that, we will be going through those 10 steps I just read together. And so I'll be, so it'll be consciously learning to embrace the higher frequencies while at the same time using practices to stay grounded, embodied, and, and to be able to manage um, holding these higher frequencies. So that's about as much as I can tell you at the moment. <laughs> yes. To be continued, dot, dot, dot. But that information will be on your website, bluestartemple.org. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Along with all of the other information, how to work with you, your bio, um, you know, all of your programs and everything. You've got a lot going on. Stephanie, a lot going on. I do. <laughs> you do all the things, as I like to say. Yeah. Yep, all the things. Oh, this is wonderful. Is there anything else that we need to know about the evolutionary empath, the empath activation cards, your mystery school, or anything else? We um, I, I appreciate that. Just, you know, listen, listen to your heart. Um, if these themes resonate for you, because there may be some people here that have just found out they're an empath, they're still learning what that is. I highly encourage you to start with my book. Um, if you love Oracle cards, please consider getting this deck. Uh, it is very unique and different from a lot of the other decks that you probably have. Uh, like I said, I've got 25 or 30 decks and I use them all for different purposes. Um, and so I just, you know, thank you in advance for your support. And please don't hesitate to contact me if you have questions about anything. Wonderful. Um, you know, I'm not sure who's showing me this, but I just got a, a vision of the, these cards being a roadmap, kind of an instructional step-by-step how to move into that 5D consciousness, how to move into enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, not, you know, and please don't misunderstand. It's not like I'm sitting up here on a mountaintop going, well, I've arrived. So let me tell you all how to get here, because that is not at all what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm on this path with you all. <laughs> so no, I'm absolutely ahead of some, and I might be a step or two behind others. So <laughs> Absolutely. We're all just walking each other home. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing the sacred space and the sacred time with me, Stephanie. Um, I think this is going to be big for a lot of people to look into this deck and look into your mystery school big transformation thank you so much thank you sister (laughs) bye
Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.